Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. This game was looking so awkward for the longest time, Josh. We almost made it through a half of football with the Miami Dolphins winning 10 to nothing. It was awkward. It was uncomfortable. But what a crazy two-minute stretch. Tua throws an interception, goes back the distance. Tua throws another interception. But if there's one thing we learned at the end of the first half, Josh, it's that Javon Holland was really waiting for that first interception of the uh, 2023 season. Yeah, he wanted that one so bad. And I I mean, I don't know that it's ever been done like this before, right? I don't know that a team has ever thrown a Hail Mary. I think um, our boy Antoine and, you know, some Jets fans and that fan base might be calling it the Hail Mary. But, I mean, it was just an improbable play. And it did come after a Tua-Tua-Vailoa interception where, I mean, I'll take a little bit of blame for that. I think I t- uh, someone said something about Tua going out there and having three touchdowns, no interceptions. And I was like, whoa, man, you're forgetting that uh, pass directly into the linebacker's chest. It wasn't a linebacker. But as soon as that ball left his hand, you're like, oh, no, Tua, what are you doing? and everything kind of turned but on that last play I mean the Jets I mean their fan base they felt so high off of that pick six and then uh, Javon Holland takes a Hail Mary the distance and I just love the fact that you know you saw the guys downfield they wanted to get him into the end zone and um, you hear Javon Holland say you know I just saw it was me and the punter and I had to take his ankles so game-changing play that's what you want from that's what you want from a playmaker. And let's be honest. I mean, before that happened, we were all kind of down and feeling a little bit queasy, right? We love to say queasy. We felt like we maybe ate a little bit too much at Thanksgiving. But as soon as Javon Holland went into the end zone, uh, it was time for dessert. So great, great way for Javon Holland to step up. Great way for that defense to step up. Because, I mean, yes, it was a Tim Boyle team. But uh, the defense, uh, well, they have seven sacks, 12 quarterback hits, two interceptions. I mean, um, they went out there and, and worked their ass off. How furious would you be if you're on that Jets defense? You know, it's a 10-6, 10 to nothing game, and you get the interception, and you bring it back to the house, and you're putting up more points than your offense. You fit, you finish the day putting up just as many points as the offense, but they missed the extra point, which doesn't feel like a lot at the time. So it's a 10-6 game. You're like, all right, whatever. We got the uh, turnover for a touchdown. Let's get back out there and do it again. But then the Dolphins, when they get their pick six, they hit that extra point. So, Josh, this was a defense that worked its entire ass off, and it lost a, net, a point. It lost a point in the entire entire transaction there. So that just kind of goes to show the situation the Jets were in. What was your thoughts on the idea to go for the Hail Mary? Because it seemed like the place you go for it. You're right around the 50-yard line. I thought Tim Boyle was supposed to have a big arm, open up the field a little bit. Man, that I didn't even see a single Jets receiver in that picture. No, yeah, there was, what, one, maybe two? I saw a guy falling on the ground just kind of looking up in some of those still images, but I don't know, man. I don't know if he had a strong arm. I didn't hear any of that, but uh, he did have time. It did look like, you know, I I think I'm okay with it in that situation, right? You're just taking a chance, and stuff like this can never happen, right? Stuff like this never happens until it happens. So um, I know they're regretting that, and they might not do the same thing in that situation again, but uh, yeah, I I don't know what he was doing there, and you just got to bat it down, man. If you're a Jets player and you don't think it, you're going to be able to catch that, Knocked that damn thing down, but it went right to Holland. And uh, kudos to him, right, for not kneeling, not just becoming complacent and maybe running out the half. I mean, turn that into a game-changing play. What, 99 yards? I think it was the third longest in Miami Dolphins history. So, um, yeah, man, Javon Holland is playing out of his mind right now. Josh, say you spend a second-round pick on a running back, and then you spend, like, a, for the sake of this argument, a not-cheap contract on another running back. 
So you have two capable running backs in your stable, it's called. How many times would you say you'd want to run the football a game? I mean, if Tim Boyle is your quarterback, 30, yeah. right? <laughs> 30, at least 30 probably. I mean, how, how, many, how many times do they rush it? Let's hear this. 10. Oh, I, yeah, I didn't realize Ten. it was like that, man. 10. Can you believe that? 10. They threw the ball 38 times. Dude, I don't know if it was Vic Vangio. I don't know if Nathaniel Hackett had a had too much on Thanksgiving, if his mind is turning into a pretzel. Dude, that game plan by the Jets was absolutely ridiculous. I mean, you had Jerome Baker getting an interception. I think that Xavier and Howard deserves the credit for that when he batted the ball up in the air. There's another one where Jalen Phillips, and sorry, we'll get to that eventually. He batted a ball up in the air that I thought was also going to get intercepted. Man, how, how are you the Jets? How are you a fan of the Jets? And you stomach that watching Nathaniel Hackett throw the, allow his quarterback, the Tim Boyle, to throw the ball 38 times for 179 yards and two interceptions. I just, yes, it's fun to like, like just joke and laugh at the Jets. But I mean, at some point, man, like I'd be ripping my hair out. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, especially when you have Brees Hall, like you said. I mean, Dalvin Cook, we can all admit he's closer to Dalvin Cook than we'd like to admit, but that is a, a sin. Ten times running the football, I did not realize that, Jake. So um, maybe that's once. part of the – yeah, that's yeah, that's absurd. I had Brees Hall going in a couple of fantasy leagues, so that does explain um, that low output. But I was just kind of chilling, just enjoying the wins. But, um, yeah, you're not going to win games if you're going against the Miami Dolphins and just going out there and, and hoping you can throw the football with Tim Boyle, especially against Jalen Ramsey and X. And Javon That's Holland. crazy. You're throwing the ball 38 times. And Cater Kohu. <laughs> cannot forget about Cater Kohu. Christian Wilkins led the team with two sacks, Josh, and we were talking about this a little bit in the DMs. Does Christian Wilkins, ignoring all the stats, does he look any different than he did last year? Because last year he was one of the greatest players in the league, and to me he's still looking like one of the greatest players in the league. I don't, I don't really see a difference there. Do you? No, and I mean, you mentioned it. Don't look at the stats or anything like that. It looks like it's um, an encore performance, you know, right? I mean, he looks like he's going out there and replicating his best season. And, um, you know, for him, it, it's 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 not because he's in a contract year, right? I mean, it's just Christian Wilkins. We just need to get used to him being this high of a level of a player. I just, um, yeah, he does look like the same, but we can talk about his sacks, right? Aren't they he adding zeros? The can, we admit, can, can we joke that it's adding zeros? Oh, he's thousand percent, but but that's kind of how silly it is because like we needed to find ways to nitpick his game. And I'll even stand I'm gonna play both sides here because I don't think I'd wanna pay him as much as he's worth, but I also think he's worth that much because Christian Wilkins, he leads the team right now with six and a half sacks. He had two against the Jets. He also had two against the Panthers. Those two teams have a combined five wins. So you add in one more of those games. If Christian Wilkins gets to that 10 sack mark that everyone thinks is so elusive, if he gets to that mark, it's going to be with three performances with two sacks, which don't get me wrong, getting two sacks in any week is not easy. It is not easy at all. But just to have the fate of the draw be where he can kind of be the one to land on the quarterback, uh, what, six times against bad teams, it doesn't seem like the right way to kind of quantify someone's contract because I think Christian Wilkins, whether it's Sealer getting these sacks or an Emmanuel Agba, someone else, I think he would still be having this impact and then we'd be discrediting for saying he's not the one who fell on the guy. Yeah, I just I just laugh because it was kind of the one thing everyone was pointing at and like, okay, so he's not gonna get X this money like this player, like, you know, X 
Quinn and Williams, Leonard Williams, you know, um, who else, man? The list went on and on. I think Chris Jones was one of them, right? Because he doesn't have that sack number. So I just have to joke every time he does rack up another one. So um, I, I don't know if he's actually going to take it to the table, right? And say, okay, I'm now I'm a 10 sack guy. Um, now here, pay me this amount. I think, you know, Christian Wilkins is probably feeling like he was worth this amount and he's probably going to go into negotiations still feeling like that. Cause like you say, he's still playing at that high level, but um, you do have to joke that with every sack, he wants to uh, add another zero to his contract. And we have to ask, uh, he's playing the commanders, right? You say he's going to beat up on some of these bad teams. Doesn't Sam Howell get sacked like an absolute F ton. Like he's probably gonna get uh, the three and a half that he needs to eclipse 10 just in this next game. <laughs> Take the rest of the season off. Yeah, no, that that trying to heat. Hey, I just think it's kind of like a silly way to kind of draw the line there. Uh, the Jets, as a football team, they really struggled to run the football. Twenty nine total yards. Brees Hall's longest run was for eleven yards. Tim Boyle, man, just getting sacked seven times. Did you learn anything about this defense of the Miami Dolphins that you didn't know entering this week? Like, I, I know the the standards. Like, you're facing the Jets, right? It's it's everybody gets a trophy week. Everybody go get your sack, and, and let's all be happy. But did you learn anything about this team you weren't expecting to see? I don't, I don't know. Not necessarily. I, I think they went out there and did kind of what we expected. I guess stopping the run game. But when you tell me they only tried to run the ball ten times, I mean. I, I want to give him credit for that and, to, you know, make him scared. Maybe they were scared to go out there and run the ball because of how well the Dolphins look. But, um, yeah, that's a sin. I still can't believe that. But I think this is what you wanted to see them do against, you know, a mediocre offense, you know, not give up big plays, so to speak, and not go down and, and let play inferior that like we've seen them do before. So um, hopefully they build upon this and hopefully they can continue to be that dominant force that we're starting to see. And um, we're not going to talk about Jalen Phillips right now, but just, you know, some of those guys that came in what i had written down here he had a sack do you have a sack or was it two I'm, I'm terrible somewhere i have down oh agba had one and a half sack there i got it finally got it um so i mean he went out there and, and i think he only had 14 snaps so to think that he you know made that much of an impact i mean players are stepping up so i guess that would be the one thing when jp went out the players around him truly stepping up and um i guess the drop off wasn't as significant as many people would think I think the penalties are so important too. the Dolphins were penalized just six times for 38 yards. And what makes the Vic Fangio defense so strong is just playing mistake free football. And, and that sounds super simple, but when the Dolphins are forcing opponents to, you know, go three plays after three plays after three plays all the way down to get to the end zone, like it's a situation where they can make a mistake too. You have the situations where someone like Deshaun Elliott bounces off, you know, Devonte Adams, and he runs away for a touchdown. But I mean, just hearing these drives, it's music to my ears. The Jets started the game with a five-play, 16-yard drive, punt. Three-play, eight-yard, punt. Three-play, negative seven-yard, punt. Four-play, 11-yard, punt. Three-play, nine-yard, punt. And then the pick six to end it. Josh, they didn't have a drive that was more than five yards in the first half. That is absolutely bananas to me. And that's like... That's the step above just beating a team that you should beat. That's the divisional rival. Obviously, it's, it's Tim Boyle. Again, it's, it's the Tim Boyle discount on everything. But I mean... These games aren't supposed to be easy. You see quarterbacks go out each and every week. Josh Dobbs comes to mind. Who can come out and make plays? The fact they're not allowing a single play, man, is just really cool to watch. And this and this got to be the complete 180 of Tom Morse, uh, Thomas Morstead, you know, his time in Miami, right? Wasn't he, like, sleeping on the sideline at one point when he was on the Dolphins? Now he's out here yeah. and you're just saying punt, 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 punt. His light, sounds like his life's going to fall off. So, um, you know, Thomas Morstead, was that kind of a revenge game? I know they didn't win, but – um, he sure had a huge impact in that last game um, as much as he punted. But, yeah, man, again, the Tom Boyle discount, 
Um, but just, again, the way they completely put it together almost as a team effort. And, again, the defense, to me, we'll talk about the offense, but I still feel like that defense right now is playing at a, you know, a slightly higher level than what we see out of that offense. One final stat. Joshua Hutz. Brees Hall ran the ball seven times. Thomas Morstead punted the ball six times.